What is say, everybody? With Kyle Henderson, I'm Mick Gillespie, and we're going to talk college football playoff rankings. This is Bama Insider on YouTube, and we appreciate all of you guys for joining us tonight as we expect Alabama to be the number one team in the country. Where's Notre Dame going to be? Where's Clemson? Where's Ohio State? We're going to get into all that as well. So as you watch on YouTube, thumbs up, subscribe to our channel. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast right now, we appreciate it, whether it's Apple or Spotify. Uh, Look, five stars we're expecting from all of you guys. And whether you're an Alabama fan, whether you're a Notre Dame, Clemson, Florida, whatever team you cheer for, we appreciate you being here with us tonight. I'm Mick Gillespie. Kyle Henderson's my partner. Kyle, we got a lot going on, National Signing Day, but right now we're waiting on the college football rankings, the playoff rankings to be announced, and we'll kind of break that down here. Yeah, and uh, happy to be here. Happy to be talking about college football. I mean, it's uh, pretty incredible that uh, this coming Sunday we'll actually know the field of four going into this. And I think the field of four right now, uh, kind of the graphic that we have on the screen. I mean, you have Notre Dame and Clemson playing in the ACC championship. You have uh, Alabama taking on Florida in Atlanta for the SEC championship. And then you have Ohio State taking on Northwestern in the Big Ten championship. So uh, a lot of moving parts right now. But I think kind of when you look at everything kind of going into this. Uh, These are the four teams that um, right now look to be in the field of four. Um, Are they the best field of four? I guess that's what we'll kind of debate and get your feedback on tonight. I mean, a lot of people kind of have their eyes on the team on the far right, Ohio State, and they're only five and zero. We'll put up the kind of the team comparisons here in a second, and then we'll have an updated graphic with the top 10 playoff rankings. But um, Notre Dame, 10 and 0, Alabama 10 and 0, Clemson with only one loss, which was to Notre Dame, and then Ohio State currently at 5 and 0 on the season. Yeah, and I have a problem. I'm going to tell you right now, I have a problem with Notre Dame, uh, excuse me, with Ohio State not playing as many games as Notre Dame and Alabama and Clemson, but yet they're getting the pass. They're getting put in the top four with five wins. And I'm not saying that they wouldn't have gone undefeated but they didn't go undefeated. All they did was play five games. It's not their fault. Their commissioner has not done a great job this, this year. Um, they're, they've had to deal with politics, external things. They wanted to play their quarterback wanted to play. And I respect that. And I think that helps them in the minds of the people voting because Ohio state has stated from the beginning that they want to play. But at the same time, if you're Texas A&M and you lost to number one, Alabama, uh, and, and you, but you've played a schedule or you're Florida and you've lost twice, you know, yeah, you lost twice, but you played those games, you know? So there has to be some sort of penalty that you, it's like, it's like this in baseball and I'm at uh Smokey's stadium right now. This is the Cubs double a stadium spent many years working here as the play by play guy. So I'm here, uh, to, uh, do our tailgate show from old forge distillery on Friday. So you're looking at my set right here, but, if you're the batting in a batting uh, chase, and, and you know what I'm talking about, Kyle, you played baseball, and one guy has more at bats, way more at bats than say the the second guy, or maybe the first, the guy with the best average has a lot less at bats than the guy in second. When it gets to the end of the season, if they don't have enough at bats to qualify, there's a formula where they take, you know, uh, they they automatically give you out a, a penalty. You know, so that it, it kind of corrects your batting average. 
you know, so that it's it's in, in the batting average, obviously, the you know, you have to have enough at bats. They take the at bats that the you know, that the average league people have and uh, players have and then, you know, and kind of, um, you know, figure out the formula there. You know, so you do pay a, a penalty. Ohio State hasn't paid a penalty. They've played half the games. And you can't tell me that this is a program that doesn't lose games they're favored in. And they're going to be favored in all their games. But, you know, you remember Purdue, you remember Iowa in, in seasons where they were ranked in the top five and undefeated. And so they're the team in this mix that really bothers me. Um, but you know what? They're playing in a championship game this weekend. The league made a special exemption because they hadn't played enough games to get them in. Notre Dame and Clemson are playing each other. So who knows what's going to happen? If, if Clemson blows out Notre Dame, which is kind of what I think is going to happen, you know, maybe Notre Dame doesn't even make the, the college football playoff ranking next time, right? Uh, and then it's a moot point because then you would look at Ohio State and go, well, I mean, I know I haven't played enough games. They'd have six games at that point, but Notre Dame out, maybe Texas A&M gets in. But the other team is Cincinnati. I'm curious to see what Cincinnati's going to look like you know, they haven't played a lot of games lately, and it's because of COVID, you know. So, so they're playing this week. They were supposed to play Tulsa last week. They didn't. They're playing Tulsa this week in the conference championship game. And if they win that game, you know, they've, they've beaten, what is it, three ranked teams this year? If they beat Tulsa, who's 24th, you know, do they deserve to be put in this mix? And if there was a year where you kind of give one of the teams that's outside of the Power Five a shot, Kyle, I feel like this is the year. So I'm interested in seeing exactly what the committee spits out today. I'm I'm really figuring that the top of this list isn't going to change much with Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Ohio State, or Ohio State and Clemson, then Texas A&M. I'm guessing that Cincinnati's behind them, and I feel like those are the teams that have the legitimate shot. Florida beats Alabama. Does, you know, did, is there a chance that they get in with two losses? I think it's still going to be tough. I think Alabama would still get in even with a loss to Florida. But, uh, you know, I know Alabama fans are hoping that they don't have to find that out. Well, currently the rankings were at 15, 14 uh, through 15 through 11. And you have Indiana at 11. Then you have North Carolina at 15, number 12, Coastal Carolina at 11 and zero on the season, 13 USC at five and zero and then Northwestern at six and one. So as soon as we have an updated graphic, um, I'll add that right here to Bama Insider. We already know uh, who's going to be one through five. I would assume it's going to be Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State and Texas A&M, kind of the way that the teams have been um, slated throughout the past couple of weeks. I'm, I'm curious to kind of see where uh, Florida kind of falls after their loss to LSU. So um, just give me a second and then I'm going to get that graphic, but they have number 10 right here, Oklahoma um, at seven and two on the season. Um, looks like they moved up one ranking. And then, uh, like I said, as soon as we have a fresh graphic, uh, then we can kind of kick the ball back and forth with one through 10. Yeah. I, you know, the, 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 the truth of the matter though, is that once you get past Cincinnati, uh, you know, this, this thing gets, uh, very murky because I don't think that those teams have a shot to even swim their way in. Now, if Cincinnati were to lose to Tulsa and Texas A&M, you know, maybe they lose to Tennessee, then all of a sudden you start looking at some of these other teams with two losses. You know, maybe, I don't know. I mean, it, it could get interesting, but to me, it really feels like Ohio State's not going to play really any competition this year besides Indiana. 
and then um, you know Texas A&M will blow out Tennessee. So I think they're kind of sitting there with Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati's the team with the toughest game, really. I mean, if you want to get into it, you know, playing Tulsa. Uh, they they I, currently have Cincinnati. The playoff uh, committee currently has them at number nine, and they have Georgia currently at seven and two at number eight. Those are just in. We're stuck on eight right now. Yeah, and so I guess you you know what that kind of answers the question on Cincinnati too. They don't have a lot of respect for Cincinnati. They didn't have a lot of respect for BYU. Uh, and, you know, I, I get the fact that these these teams like Georgia, uh, Ohio State, although the Big Ten this year has not been very good. But think about how tough this schedule is where you play all these conference games in the SEC this season. And, you know, what? what is it? Stone sharpens stone? Is that it? Or steel sharpens steel? I don't iron, know. Iron sharpens iron. <laughs> <laughs> iron sharpens iron. Let's yeah, go ahead it. and get our producers <laughs> to cut that out. But uh, you know what I mean. You know, it's like you're getting in there and you're playing the best of the best. You know, I feel like this SEC season that there are a lot of good teams. And I feel like the lower teams, like like LSU, I mean, this is a really stinky LSU team. But you know what? They went out there on the road and beat Florida. Now, Kyle Pitts wasn't in the game, but still, you can't take that away from them. And that was a week after they got just dismantled by Alabama. Yeah, so currently from rankings 10 through 6, you have Oklahoma um, at the number 10 spot. You have Cincinnati, who's currently undefeated at number 9. You have uh, Georgia at number 8. You have Florida, who fell a spot uh, there, number 7. And then we're stuck on 6 right now. So I would assume it's Iowa State, right, who they had up there. I think there were 7 or 8 last time. And then, like I said, 1 through 5 should be the same. So it's kind of comical to to look through. And just like you were saying, kind of once you get past uh, Georgia – I mean, those teams are, they're out of these playoffs. I mean, there's nothing that's going to happen this coming weekend that's going to really drastically change where some of these teams kind of jump up. Um, uh, Even in a worst case scenario, I don't think Cincinnati climbs um, into the playoffs anyway. I mean, they're just, you know, they're at number nine right now. And and I'm glad to kind of see where the committee is ranking these guys. Um, But let's kind of just find out what this top six is and then we can kind of debate it a little bit more. And I want to get your take inside the comment box about Ohio State. I mean, currently five games that they have played during this season. Best win is currently is against Indiana. They'll have another opportunity in the Big Ten championship game against Northwestern. Um, and wouldn't that be something if Northwestern's able to somehow pull up the upset uh, against Ohio State? I mean, let, let's face it. I mean, we've, we've seen a small sample size of Ohio State. They've looked good. They've looked okay. At times, I'm not completely sold on them. Northwestern has a salty defense. I'm not going to take uh, Northwestern over Ohio State, but I'm just saying, I mean, stranger things have happened. Right. Yeah, well, I don't know. Because I think then, I mean, do you just simply slide up Texas A&M into that number four spot? Is it that easy if Ohio State was to lose? Wouldn't you think? If if everything kind of stays the same, let's just say Alabama wins, uh, they beat Florida, uh, Clemson beats Notre Dame, so then you just reverse. You put Clemson at that number two spot, Notre Dame at number three, and then number four uh, would be Texas A&M. Is that how how you'd have it? Or would you have Texas A&M at the number three and Notre Dame at the number four? Yeah, and see, I don't know. I might not have Notre Dame in. I mean, I don't know why we have to put Notre Dame in if they lose. I mean, I don't feel like Notre Dame's been this overwhelming juggernaut. It's not like they're destroying their competition like Alabama's done. Um, they they beat Clemson, and uh, Clemson was out uh, without Trevor Lawrence. 
And, you know, last time I checked, he's going to be the number one pick in this year's NFL draft. He's the highest rated player in college football. So, you know, I I guess I look at it and I say, well, okay, um, Notre Dame's a good team. But, I mean, I don't don't look at them and say that they have to be in. I think with Alabama, the fact that Alabama has bludgeoned some – the ranked teams that they've played, they've played the toughest schedule. They've played, you know, teams with winning records. They've played ranked teams. And I'm not just saying that because we cover Alabama. I'm saying that because it's the truth. Alabama has played the tough schedule and they've won, you know, they, they've, they, they've beaten teams. And, uh, and I think that I could see them losing and, and, and getting in, but I, I don't. And I think part of it that helps out is that it's a really weak field behind, Clemson you know I got questions about Ohio State I got questions about whoever wins the uh Clemson Notre Dame game yeah but then the loser of that game you know uh should they get a a, you know lose and get right into the the playoff and here's a look at it right now um Texas A&M has been on a roll uh, I don't know how Iowa State has gotten so high. I mean, uh, last time I looked, they lost to Louisiana and not LSU. They lost to Louisiana. I mean, come on. Art is seven, which tells me that they do have a legitimate shot to get in if they beat Alabama. Even yeah. when they lost to LSU. I mean, that was uh, – I mean, I'm I'm really puzzled by Iowa State at six. It's kind of freaking me out right now. Uh, and my kind of worst-case scenario is one of these teams from the Big 12 kind of creeps back in this for some reason. And and you were saying kind of that you, that you didn't have Notre Dame. And let me update that graphic real quick. Um, that I don't understand that either. That you didn't have uh, Notre Dame in there. But it's just – I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I think you, you have to have Notre Dame um, in that top four – but then again, I, I look to some of their games that they barely won this season. I don't know. I mean, I think everything falls out this way. I mean, and I guess a lot depends on the, the score between Notre Dame and Clemson, right? I yeah. personally think that Clemson's going to take it to Notre Dame. Um, they're currently a 10-point favorite in that game. I'm definitely taking that. So um, the way I have it, and I'll get an updated graphic in, in just a second. I had a What if yeah. Notre Dame just wears those guys out, though? What if – I mean, that would be – I, I, haven't, I haven't heard anyone say, hey, you know what? Notre Dame's going to just destroy Clemson this time. No, I don't I don't think they're going to. I think a couple of reasons. I think, number one, Clemson's angry, right? I mean, this, to, this team wants to prove that they're still at the top of the college football mountain, right? I mean, these guys uh, were the last team to really take it to Alabama. I mean, we all saw that in the national championship game, and they had the same quarterback that beat Alabama and Trevor Lawrence. A lot of right. people aren't talking about Trevor Lawrence. He really hasn't. He's kind of fell out of the college football playoff discussion, the the, the college football talk. And, you know, we've talked about this before. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, the guy's, you know, he's still the number one draft pick in 2021. So I, I think he has kind of his shining moment against Notre Dame. I even think he jumps back into the Heisman Trophy conversation mm-hmm. after that performance. I, I think Notre Dame is good, but I don't think they're they're as good as the TV networks want them to be. Now, I, I think when you look at this from kind of a revenue standpoint, TV networks want Alabama at the one spot and Notre Dame at the four spot. That would be a TV ratings goldmine, right? But the the truth of the matter is, is that is Notre Dame really the fourth best team? 
are, are they one of the top four teams? I mean, we're going to find out, I guess, on a Saturday just how good they are. And if they beat right. Clemson, then they're going to be the number two spot. And, you know, we'll, we'll kind of move on to there. And then we can talk about if Clemson, uh, you know, should be up there or if Ohio State, depending on what happens with them. But um, Notre Dame has a lot to prove on Saturday to me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's going to be a lot of Trevor Lawrence and a lot of Travis Etienne, and they're going to have a tough time stopping either one of them. I think Notre Dame will do some stuff, but it, it you know won't last. And I could be wrong. I mean, like, th- and that's what makes you know this weekend really exciting. Alabama and Florida. You know, if Kyle Pitts is in there for Florida, they're a different team. Obviously, they were missing him, one of the most dynamic players in college football. Uh, and, and yeah, there you go. You, you look at the graphic, Ohio state. I mean, that's, you know, and I get it. Like, you know, they're not the ones that canceled these games, but Nebraska's not good. Penn state's really, really bad. And they, they barely beat them. Uh, Rutgers is no good. Maryland got canceled. I would have liked to have seen Talia play against them. Indiana, they had a 35 to seven lead and had to hold on for dear life. Illinois is canceled. Michigan State, awful. They killed them. And and Michigan, uh, a lot of people feel like Michigan was going to get COVID knowing what was coming to them uh, that Saturday. I don't know if I believe that or not, but another canceled game, and they got five wins. You know, you go over to Clemson, and, you know, Clemson looks like a really good team to me. You know, the, 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 the games that they struggled were Syracuse, or check that, Boston College, and Notre Dame, and they were the games that they didn't have Trevor Lawrence. Remember that. They came from behind big against Boston College, and then Notre Dame, they lost in overtime. Uh, and then as soon as Trevor Lawrence came back, you know, they just they started to crush the competition again. They, their defense isn't as good as it's been in the past, but when they have Trevor Lawrence, they're, they're capable of beating anyone. And then you look at Notre Dame, and, I mean, a couple games stand out to me. Um, the, the 12 to seven win over Louisville, I, I, that's a head scratcher. Uh, they struggled against Georgia tech, pulled away late. You know, they, they about the same exact game against Boston college that, that Syracuse had. And, uh, I thought that the North Carolina game was a really good win for them. 31, 17 North Carolina is not physical, but they're a good football team. You saw what they did to Miami. So I give them credit for that one. And, and Clemson. And then, you know, they they polish off Syracuse and, and then they canceled the last games for both of those teams to set up the uh, championship. Yeah, I think when I look at the schedules and I'll start with Alabama, I mean, you look at kind of where this team was at the beginning of the season and you look at where they are now. I mean, look at that game against Missouri. It wasn't the the prettiest game, right? We are all kind of like, really, this is kind of the Alabama team. Uh, Missouri scored some late points in that one, um, but it wasn't a complete game. Same thing against, uh, I would say, Ole Miss. You know, you look at the Texas A&M game, I thought they played a pretty good game. Um, now looking back on it, considering that Texas A&M's only lost one game, I mean, it looks that much better. Ole Miss, remember, that, that's been a shootout. But we, we, Nick Saban said that these teams have had some crazy games with Ole Miss. And this was another one, right? 63 to 48 against Lane Kiffin. Um, so it's kind of like every so often that happens. Um, Alabama had 750 yards of offense in that game. But you look at kind of from Georgia to now, I mean, this team has really transformed um, on both sides of the fall on both sides of the football. And remember against Tennessee, they lost Jalen Waddle. 
And I think they had to find some sort of rhythm to continue that offensive potency. And they found that simply with Devontae Smith and the continued high performance of Najee Harris, who has over 20 rushing touchdowns. And then you look at kind of their defense, right? Let's kind of zoom in 17 points against Tennessee, zero against Mississippi State, zero against Kentucky, 13 against Auburn. One of the, the lone touchdown came in the fourth quarter. Um, they put up 45 points of uh, offense against LSU in that first half and then 38 points of offense against Arkansas in that first half. So uh, this team is a buzzsaw right now. And I think going into Florida, a uh, 14-point favorite, I take those points um, all day long. I think they're really going to give it to Florida. I just don't see that Florida has the defense, and I think they're one-dimensional on offense. Um, so that's kind of my take there. When I look at Notre Dame, same thing with you. Um, Louisville, that game really jumps out to me, even the game against Duke, right? Even the game against Florida state. I mean, there's a lot of kind of question marks I have, and I get that that's at the beginning of the season, but I want to give them, um, you know, some credit. I think the game against North Carolina, who I think is a very good team. We saw them really take it to Miami. I mean, the game was 31 to 17 in a game that I watched and really took a, um, close eye on um, the quarterback. And I, I thought he's he's very talented. I mean, he's very slippery. I thought uh, beating North Carolina, that's a definitely a solid win. It jumps out to me. And then you got Clemson. And just like you were saying, I mean, you look at the Boston College, they had to come back to win that game. Lost to Notre Dame in double overtime, both games without Trevor Lawrence. But with Trevor Lawrence, look at what they've done to the rest of the competition. I mean, they've put up almost over 40 points in every single game that he's been um, a part of besides that Wake Forest game. So yeah. the, the only team that we kind of, you know, really have question marks about is on the team on the far right. And that's Ohio State. I mean, they were losing to Nebraska um, early in the first quarter. They beat a lifeless Penn State. Rutgers. I mean, come on. Um, Maryland. We're all waiting to see that game against Maryland. Rutgers. Come on, Kyle. Well, you know, uh, and, and so is uh, Kyle Flood, who's the offensive line coach uh, here at Alabama. Um Talia was playing fantastic. That game got canceled. Indiana, that's kind of like their lone win right now. And that was 42 to 35. I mean, where would Indiana be in the SEC? I don't know, right? I mean, would Ole Miss be Indiana? I, I think 100% yes. I, I just, the body of work for Ohio State bothers me. I think they're a good team, and I know they have a lot of talent. I know they have the five-star guys. But I just I just look at the body of work, and it's – it's hard for me to figure out where they stack up right now because they just haven't played the schedule. You know, we know who Alabama is. I mean, you just went through that schedule. I mean, look at the the, the beatdowns that they've put on teams, you know, uh, Texas A&M and Georgia. I mean, these are like convincing wins. Kentucky's a good team, and Alabama crushed them. You know, Auburn, I mean, Nick Saban might have gotten Auburn's coach fired. I don't know if you saw this, Kyle, but um, – Auburn fired their head coach and they're trying to find the next guy that's going to be down there <laughs> and it's not going too well from what I'm reading. I don't know if that's true or not, but it was a 42, 13 win and then a 55, 17 win. And then 55, 13. Alabama's who we, they are, who I, who we all thought they would be and better Notre Dame. They've been tested. You know, they're not as dynamic, explosive as Alabama, but they're consistent. They've got players, uh, you know, on both sides of the ball. Clemson's Clemson when they got Trevor Lawrence. It feels like to me, honestly, if you forgot about the records, I would say Alabama one, Clemson two, and then Notre Dame three and Texas A&M four and Ohio State behind, for me, behind Cincinnati. But that's not the way that this committee's looking at it. You know, the fact that Iowa State is ranked that high tells me that there's some shenanigans going on at this committee. You know, um, you know, I, I just 
I, I don't understand how they could be so high after losing to Louisiana. I know Louisiana is a good team and, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of one of the surprises in college football, but Iowa state doesn't belong that high. This is a, this, it just seems like every year with this thing to try to push this big 10, right. All of a sudden you turn around and, and there, and there they are. Right. Are they, um, I, I don't know. I want to um, kind of do some rapid fire with you, Mick, before we get out of here. I'm just going to show I'm some. In, uh, I'm in Big 12, by the way. Sorry. I'm going to show some uh, graphics up on the screen. Yeah. And then you kind of give me your uh, take on the matchup. So the first matchup is taking place this weekend. Okay. Yeah. So we got um, Florida and Alabama in the SEC championship. Uh, your take, and then I'll give you mine on this SEC matchup. Well, I think that Alabama's got to be careful. I mean, I think Florida's coming in. They're a wounded animal right now, they're cornered. Uh, they, they gave one away to LSU. They didn't have Kyle Pitts. If Alabama could jump on these guys early though, you know, it, it could end up being a really long Saturday for the Gators. But if this one turns into a game and a track meet, which is what Florida really wants, um, I think Alabama will win, but I think Florida is a lot better than they played last Saturday. Mac Jones is playing for the Heisman and whoever, Whoever's defense plays better is going to help the opposing team's guy get the Heisman. So it could be Smitty. It could be uh, Mac, But honestly, it could be Kyle Trask. If he has a, a Johnny Manziel-type game against Alabama, he'd win the Heisman on Saturday. I think when I look at this game between Florida and Alabama, you know, we talk about the quarterbacks and that's kind of the <clears throat> the interesting matchup to talk about. But I look to other playmakers. I look at Kyle Pitts, who's going to be able to match up with him. He's a matchup problem. I certainly think he's going to be available for this SEC championship game. And I think if Alabama is able to stop this passing attack on defense, so I point the, the finger kind of at Alabama's defense. And if they're continuing to play at this level, champ championship level defense, which I feel they're playing right now. Um, I think they certainly create a lot of opportunities for Alabama's offense, who I feel is a buzzsaw, as I said, uh, to really run away with this game. I think there's going to be a lot of points. I could see like a 63 to 28 matchup, something like that. I haven't even checked what the over under is, but um, I know Alabama's favored by 14. I think they win by much more than that. Uh, Alabama has a lot to play for. These guys are dialed in, laser focused. How about this next matchup, Mick? It's also taking place on Saturday between um, – Clemson and Notre Dame. We talked about it just a minute, but what's your kind of take? Are you uh, feeling that Clemson takes it to him by more than 10 points? Yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence is the most dangerous player in the college football playoff uh, when Clemson beats Notre Dame. And I think that Clemson is licking their chops for an opportunity to get the Irish again. And I think that when college football happens, sometimes you lose games and you don't have a chance to rematch. Like last year when Alabama lost that game to LSU, a healthy Tua in a rematch would have been great. I think Alabama would have figured out a way to win. But Notre Dame has that. Trevor Lawrence wasn't in the game. I think he's got something to prove that the guy's a winner. But also for Notre Dame, too, you know, whether you're talking about, you know, just getting into the college football playoff or gaining respect, they took a giant step forward in the world of college football when they beat Clemson. And if they do it again, then all of a sudden now you're looking at Notre Dame as being a team that could possibly, I mean, when you talk about the fan base and the resources and the tradition, they could be a team that climbs up there with Alabama and Clemson and, you know, some years LSU 
I shouldn't even say LSU after the, the, the debacle that they had this year. But, you know, those those premier programs, you know, and Notre Dame has been blue blood for a long time. So they're playing for that. But I think, you know, just just looking at this books, a good quarterback. But I, I think that Trevor Lawrence is going to put on a show. Yeah, I do too. I think Trevor Lawrence is this kind of moment that he's been waiting for. I mean, this guy uh, seems to be playing at a very high level right now. And I think he's looking for his opportunity to showcase, uh, look, I'm still, um, I, I mean, at least in his opinion, he feels like he's the best quarterback in all of college football. He wants to prove he's that number one guy off the draft board. Uh, what better chance to do it against Notre Dame, who's undefeated, um, kind of a redemption game. He what he didn't play in that first matchup. So, um, look, Notre Dame's a good team. They've had a great season. They're going to probably get into the playoffs, in my opinion. But I think uh, Clemson certainly takes it to him on Saturday. All right, I got a couple more for you, Mick, as we kind of round out. We're only going to go to the 30 minute mark here on the show and um, then we have our recruiting show coming up at seven but i wanted to just uh, do some rapid fire with mick real quick let's do it how about this uh matchup right here you got me excited i know that matchup uh (laughs) that to me looks like a first round playoff matchup and i i'd kind of like to see that last year ohio state would have beaten them had it not been for a terrible penalty in that game do you remember ohio state was just wiping the floor with clemson and Trevor Lawrence got hit, and they called it a you know what a targeting and a personal foul, and that changed the entire outcome of what that game was going to be with Ohio State and Clemson. So that to me feels like a two-three matchup in the college football playoff. Yeah, there was kind of uh, some reasoning why I did it like that, right? Uh, I think that uh, when you look at this matchup, I mean, I think the TV uh, ratings want to see this particular matchup. They want to see Trevor Lawrence go against Justin Fields, and um, you know, look. Ohio State, in my opinion, they're going to get in this playoffs. I don't think it's right that they get into the playoffs. I think, um, you know, you kind of looked at the fact that we've already talked about this a million times. They've only played five games. Uh, They'll probably have some dazzling performance against Northwestern and then get into the playoffs on Sunday. So be it. And if they're able to match up with Clemson, um, I'd be very interested to see this matchup just like the rest of the country. But I think Clemson too good um, in that capacity. we got a couple more going forward. Um, How about this one right here? (laughs) <laughs> this, this kind of sounds like a one verse four, in my opinion, Notre Dame versus uh, uh, Alabama. Yeah, well, everyone's got kind of, you know, putting Notre Dame into this uh, and, and kind of have have them losing to um, to Clemson. And I could see that, you know, I could see that. And, you know, they. I wonder if they faced a talent as dynamic as Smitty, right? And it'd be interesting, like uh, – Notre Dame got Alabama last time and they weren't able to hang. And I'm sure that even if they couldn't beat Alabama, if they played a really good game and, you know, and, and didn't get blown out that it, that it would help them. But I, I would like to see that. Look, I think these are the two best uniforms in college football. I like the I do like the uniform kind of combo, right? I mean, going in from uh, you know, the crimson versus this white and the gold, I would love to see the matchup. I think, you know, the ratings for college football would be uh, unbelievable, kind of be a TV dream in that scenario, but um I don't think Notre Dame would be ready for this Alabama offense. Look, Alabama, and this is what's scary. They put up 45 points against LSU. Uh, they put up 38 points against Arkansas in a game that they didn't even really play that well against Arkansas. Nick Saban held off the dogs uh, in that second half. I mean, think about how many points this team could score if they really want to. Everybody saw the social media footage about Jalen Waddell uh, in the locker room. I have no idea if he's coming back. Um, 
but I mean, the guy, you know, he didn't have a boot on in, in the locker room. What does that mean? Probably nothing. Maybe he's ahead of schedule. I don't know. But imagine if Jalen Waddle somehow comes back on, on January 1st. Um, how good is that Alabama offense going to be? Even better, right? Okay, one more for you, Mick, before we, uh, before we go. And um, let me uh, find this one. Oh, I like this, by the way. This is okay. fun. How about this? Oh, that feels like number five, man. You know, five. You know what I mean by five? The fifth time that these teams have matched up in the college football playoff. And I've got room in my house for another Daniel Moore with Clemson and Alabama on there, right? Uh, newlifeheart.com. And by the way, great time to uh, to pick up one of those uh, for Christmas when you're looking for those uh, st- stop stocking stuffers. I love that term. Uh, hard to shop for Alabama fans. Yeah, I, I could see this. Uh, Clemson against Alabama, Mac Jones against Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is, I'm sure, not happy that he isn't going to win the Heisman this year, or at least right now it doesn't appear that way because he is so talented and he's a great quarterback. Uh, he's got the flow. Mac Jones has been quiet and intelligent and considerate, and um, he's been able to um, – Get the ball to his playmakers. He's also playing behind the best offensive line in college football. This would be a great matchup. And I know that there would be people out there that would say, I don't want to see Alabama and Clemson again. I want to see Alabama and Clemson again. I would prefer that Alabama wins this one, though. I think when you um, – I mean, look – I'm, I think we're, we're all tired of Clemson versus Alabama, right? We've seen it before. Um, look, people are like, get control of this chat. Look, I'm, I'm talking about the college football playoffs. I don't have time to moderate these guys. If you want to be a moderator, hit me up on Bama Insider. But, I mean, geez, let me do my job. Um, I, I think when you look at Clemson and Alabama, I, I think I want to see this matchup. And, and here's a reason. I think because Mac Jones has an opportunity um, to go against Trevor Lawrence. And I think when we all look at Mac Jones, um, a lot of us kind of had in the back of our mind are like, is this guy um, good enough to play in the NFL? And people have asked that question recently about a lot of NFL quarterbacks that are from Alabama. Jalen Hurts looked pretty good for the Philadelphia Eagles and Tua's looked pretty good for the Dolphins. All right. So this guy is, um, when you talk about Mac Jones, I mean, him going against Trevor Lawrence, I love the matchup. And I think Nick Saban going against Dabo Sweeney, I think Nick Saban would really want to go against Dabo Sweeney. And um, I I think, you know, if he can win another national championship or another um, couple of them going against Dabo Sweeney, and, and let's face it, Clemson is, you know, they're climbing. These guys recruit at a very high level. And if Nick Saban can take it to Dabo um, at 69 years of age, I think it's going to say a lot about where Nick Saban is and where he ends his career. Um, He's the GOAT already, but I think he wants to uh, take one back from Dabo Sweeney. Yeah, well, I mean, these have been the two premier programs. And I remember how tough it was for Clemson to finally get over the hump and beat Alabama. But I think Alabama's pretty motivated after the way that they played in that last national championship game. And this is the type of team that could really give Clemson a lot of trouble. Although I have nothing but respect for Dabo Sweeney, Trevor Lawrence, and and that program. Hey, guys, I want to tell all of you that we appreciate you hanging out with us. Kyle is coming up with Andrew Bone. Tomorrow is National Signing Day. And early and all day, we're going to be here talking about this 2021 class, what's going on not only at Alabama but around the country. We're going to get in-depth on – the players, as they sign, as the the uh, letters of intent are 
sent in to Tuscaloosa. We'll have all those tidbits on each of those guys. It's going to be a really fun day, and uh, just log on early right here on Bama Insider and on YouTube and Facebook and everywhere else, and we're going to have that for you with Kyle, Andrew Bone, and myself. So um, a little sneak peek of what we think is going to happen at 7 o'clock Central Time tonight with Kyle Henderson and Andrew Bone. So that's coming up next. Kyle, I know you're ready for tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, everybody stay tuned as we'll have uh, wall-to-wall coverage right here on BamaInsider.com. This class is ranked number one in the Rivals.com recruiting rankings. You got the number one team in all of college football. And Alabama fans, I mean, they have 22, 23 guys that are going to sign tomorrow, which is incredible. That's like having 23 early Christmas presents, right, that you get to unravel before uh, even Christmas time. I mean, this team is amazing. I mean, take a look again, and it all starts tomorrow um, in the state of Texas. You got Tommy Brockemeyer and James Brockemeyer ready to go, Robbie Oots, and then you got Terrence Ferguson, Kane Williams. So, look, there's no better place to get your recruiting coverage than at BamaInsider.com. And uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to take you to another limit. So, thank you very much for uh, staying with us. Thank you very much for enjoying us. And, um, you know, we appreciate it. We'll be back here at seven o'clock with Andrew Bone talking recruiting. Anything else, Mick, while you wrap it up? No, and we'll close it with this. We appreciate the thumbs up. Subscribe to our channel. We really love all of you guys being here, whether you're Alabama fans or college football fans or just looking for some entertainment on a Tuesday night. We've got new content every single day of the week. Stay tuned for Kyle Henderson and Andrew Bone. And thanks for watching, guys. We'll talk to you later.